step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Shark Dropper. I'm Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. Okay, John. So what what is this thing? What is it? What thing? What are these things? These what things. are these things? These, these weird things that you wanted to talk about. These weird, strange happenings in these things. Very strange. Well, all these mass killings have been recently. It's been pretty. Uh, it's not, pretty weird. Back the, it up, John. The, not where we were leading you on yeah. that one. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Let me think about this. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about strange. Uh, Strange occurrences, strange things. Oh, uh, Bernie Sanders endorsing Hillary. That's pretty weird. That That is is a pretty strange thing. Yeah, we can talk about that if you want. Yeah. Did you see that thing that came out today with that that one senator? He was he like said like, yeah, white people are are, you know there's not enough recognition for him because they've just they've done so much in Western civilization that. Wait, who said this? It's this some some weird. uh, This senator Steve King in Iowa. He's a white guy. He's a a white (laughs) dude. A white guy from Iowa. He's like this. This whole old white guy thing's a little overblown. I think it's you know really w- white people have done everything up to this point, so they do deserve the credit. And it's like I totally agree. If it weren't <laughs> for white people, where would we be today? Yeah, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said basically that. Did you see that tweet? What was it, Paul Ryan or whatever? Oh, that picture out? he took yeah. of uh of like him and like a whole bunch of Capitol Hill interns. Yeah, all the no. interns. They're all white people. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it was just like. One of the memes said, like, hey, guys, uh, this is a tweet, like, about people who are all for missionary sex and think mayonnaise is spicy. (laughs) 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 It's fucking awesome. It's true. White people don't exclusively like missionary sex. I mean, come on. That's 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 multicultural. I don't know. I think I mean, I I I think it's like a funny stereotype, though. I don't care for missionary. Is mayonnaise spicy? Ooh, it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the spiciest. I put spiciest it on my tongue. Of all them ow, ow, ow. Where's the milk? Yeah, I uh, I don't know. As I didn't really find it too offensive. It was just like it was just a picture. What? Oh like, uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm like, oh, uh, I mean, I'm not white, obviously. I know I hate to break it to you. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, I know. Then what are you doing in our shark dropper group? Yeah, John. This is a, just is a whites uh, only I'm, group. I snuck in. Oh wait, what I happened? snuck in. That you're okay. our diversity. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Robert. Yeah. Hold on. Yes. Let me just, let, can we just backtrack a second here? You said this was a whites only group. It's a great white group. Oh, great whites Honestly? only. Honestly, yeah. if it wasn't for me, it <laughs> would be an all white group, right? What if it was like a Sea World, like a Sea World exhibit where it's like sharks, but it's just yeah. like great whites only? 
Yeah, I agree. White only. So only the most distinguished of white people yeah. can go okay. in here. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ben Franklin. There's some great distinguished white people. Only senators. Who are the great owners? whites in history? <laughs> Let's think of great white people throughout <laughs> yeah. history. Okay. 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 You have jo- Bono. White. You have Bono. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Bono. You have Moby. Yeah. You have Winston Churchill. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Winston Churchill. Right. Um, FDR. FDR. He was white, right? Yeah. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Shakespeare. What about yeah. John D. Rockefeller? Okay. That's According to some people, Jesus. Oh, well, most people. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. he was definitely white. Yeah. Even he, though he was uh, born and no, raised white. in uh, the white, Middle John. East. John. 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 Yeah, okay. Come on. Yeah. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> okay. He's white. I don't yeah. know what book you're reading. Yeah, he was definitely white. He Did you read been, the Bible? Did he, you read the Bible? Yeah, he, w- he wouldn't have been like a Middle Eastern looking guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. So. John, stop. Stop. Okay. stop. Just stop. Yeah. He's a white guy. Oh, obviously. Yeah. White guy with a beard. Fucking... Yeah. All those pictures you've seen of him? Listen, I've seen Passion of Christ. Yeah. That was totally a white guy. Jim Caviezel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how he looked. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no reason to believe otherwise. Yeah. Man, there are some just really great white people out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about... Uh, Steven Spielberg. Jack, oh. Jack Lemmon. He's white. Yeah, James Cameron. Wait, did you say also Jack white. Black? Jack Lemmon. Also white. Oh. Jack, uh, John Lennon. John yeah. Lennon. Um, God. There's just so many good white people. <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt. There's too much. Theodore, yeah. Teddy yep. Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah. Scott know. Ackerman. He's white. Scott, Scott. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> Paul yeah. Tompkins. Yeah. Thomas Middleditch. Jerry Seinfeld. John. He's white. <laughs> Michael Richards. John white and racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we just naming people? Oh, uh, he's definitely white. <laughs> Rod Serling. Now, how about some great black people? I can only come up with Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> can you think of any others, Kyle? I I I'm drawing a blank. Kobe Bryant. Uh, is, does uh, uh does Tiger Woods count? Nah, he's mostly white. Uh, yeah, he is. He sounds white. I'm sure. He's, he's <laughs> Tiger. What so. about uh? What about Obama? He's, he's uh. He's okay. He half counts. Let's just do okay <laughs> black people. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's half black, so I mean, he's half black. What are we doing here, guys? Being really racist, yeah, <laughs> jokingly racist. Yay. Obviously, there's a lot of Rosa Parks. She's one. Oh, Harry yeah. Tubman. <laughs> hey, Harry Tubman's gonna be in a twenty dollar bill. So yeah, that's pretty good. I know Came, she's moving on up. Hey, the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. I got excited. Yeah, he said she's moving on up, and I thought Weezy and George. Uh, Weezy. Yeah, Weezy. Yeah, Weezy. Obviously, I was setting you up. <laughs> Setting you up and you knocked him down. How about, oh, how about Florida from Good Times? What about Flo Rida? Oh, yeah. He's a great <laughs> black person. This is, this is just Honestly, not going. Honestly, no. I'm, it, this is going great because it shows just how many great black people, great white people there are. But, John, I'm very sorry, not that many great Asian people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, John, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, man. Let's go Asian people. How many people did Genghis Khan rape? Uh, That's got to be like a record. He's Mongolian. He's not Asian. (laughs) Uh, Mongolian. (laughs) Oh, this is kind of awkward. (laughs) I always wondered this. Yeah. Uh, When you're Russian, are you Asian or or like European? You're Russian. (laughs) That's what, yeah. The Russians are just doing their own thing, man. But they're part of Asia. Uh, Russia's part of Asia. Yeah. So why aren't they considered Asian? 
I guess they're, they are. they're just they don't they're not honestly they're mostly considered European most of them. Yeah, they are. That's what I thought. Well, but they're not. It's because yeah. like Moscow is like uh, right there next to Europe in terms like geographically. Yeah. It's it's, yeah, so it's what would well. The thing is like the majority of Russia, like it's just like like it's empty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like like no one lives in you know all of Russia. Yeah, all the way <laughs> so, from like, so I think like the majority of the population lives like in part of Russia that's closer to Europe. It's the lower that's portion. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a geographical thing. Really, it's just weird because like. They're technically, I mean, like Russia goes all the way over. Like it's, it's like the whole top of that continent. Yeah. So it's like, what, what are they considered? Granted, like there's a lot of other countries in Asia that are considered just like the Middle East. They're not like really like, I mean, they're part of the continent Asia, but not. They're mm. still considered the Middle East. So it's like, wh- where's that line? Uh, that's a good question. India, India is like. India is considered part of the. Asia, yeah, India is Asia, yeah, because like in in the UK, well, they're, yeah, but they're all technically Asia, right? Yeah. But I mean, I just like when when the UK, like when they call when they talk about Asian food, they're talking about Indian food. <laughs> really? Yeah, most of yeah. the time. That's weird. Yeah, I yeah. consider Asia to or like Asian people to mostly be like on the right side of India. You know what I mean? Like when you start getting over to Cambodia, Lao. Laos and uh, Thai. Vietnam, where do you think uh, where do you think Oriental people are from? Mm, hmm. they're, they're the, Hawaii. I, <laughs> I love how you worded that. <laughs> that's the racist term, right? Yes, that's very. They're very no. Oriental yeah, refers to like a thing. Oriental. Yeah, people don't like saying Oriental. Anymore. Well, because it refers to like a, well, it refers to like furniture, or like lamps and stuff. Like it's a thing. Yeah, that's like yeah, a racist thing to say. I don't know. I never viewed it as racist. So I mean, crackers are a thing. Sure. And I'm, <laughs> oh, I eat them. Brother, and what, are I, we, what are we doing here, guys? Just <laughs> I, I do think it's funny, topic. though. I do think it's funny, though. If it wasn't for me, Shark Dropper would be exclusively white. Exclusively white. <laughs> the way we really wanted it, Josh. Yeah. Straight the way and white. We, yeah. I know someone who probably, who probably would uh, prefer it that way. <laughs> Damn that affirmative action. Yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna. That's how you got in here. Yeah. Well, just kidding. No, we're listen. You know, we our cast of like Doppel Avenue Hurt and End of All Hope and all of our fictional stuff is very diverse. Mm. We have at least one black person on each one of those. <laughs> nice. Yes. Minus <laughs> paralyzed. There's yeah. no black people in that one. Yeah. But you're in it. Actually, so. Robert, you can't say that. I mean, it's all it's all your imagination. Yeah, yeah, but my, in my imagination, everybody's white. Well, that's your imagination. That somebody <laughs> else may be imagining those people as black. That's true. I'm saying like real cast members. We actually do have like, you know, we got a lot of white people, but we got some black people. We got some Asian people. We got to get some ethnic voices in there, man. Hey, yeah, but yo, I don't. I don't want to write ethnic voices. I think that makes it racist. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you said, Kyle, let people imagine what color these people are. What's yeah. up, where my bitches at? <laughs> Although, if your name's like David and Jen and Seth, I don't think they're imagining a lot of black people. <laughs> <laughs> you never met a black guy named Seth? <laughs> I'm sure there's some out there. I'm just yeah. saying, you what? know, these this group of people who goes camping in Paris. Actually, you know what's funny? I've never met like a like a Reggie who wasn't black. Yeah, most of the Reggies. Well, yeah. 
all the Reggies I know, like they're all they all been they've all been black. Shit. That that's also right. goes for. Uh, I've never met like a white person named Reggie. I think that also goes for uh, Tabriqua. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, oh, I've never met. Oh, I met like a God. my uh, my seventh grade history teacher. Uh, that was her name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. She was an old white lady. Really. Tabuka Williams. <laughs> I know. Okay, how about that? I know a lot of Terrells. I don't know any white Terrells. I mean, no, there's some definite names, but like I see what John's saying is Reggie could be like a white person name too. Yeah. So I've never, I've never met like a white Reggie though. That's funny. <laughs> it's weird how many like Asian Johns I've met though. Don't you find that weird? Actually, I don't know. Really? I've never met like uh, any other uh, Asian guy named. John. I don't think that's weird because like. Asian names like can, are sometimes like mispronounced in America, so they just say, "Yeah, fucking, I'm I'm Paul, I'm John, or, I'm John Paul, I'm George, I'm Ringo, something like that." <laughs> yeah, they're just the Beatles. Just name <laughs> after the, the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I mentioned it before, but uh, my parents actually named me after John Ritter from because uh, Three's Company was their favorite show. And you're a spitting Yeah, you are. You look exactly yeah. like John Ritter. No, they were just, uh, they thought John Ritter was like the uh, the funniest, most charming dude. And I'm just like, they just gave me a name John because they were just like huge fans of his. I'm like, oh. I mean, John's cool. a solid name. Yeah. Been I around mean, a long time. Yeah. He was Since a, uh, Jesus' days. Was he, yeah, he's like a, sure. an apostle, right? Or yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, he's one of the apostles. Yeah. I Actually, shot- one of his favorite ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> John, it, you, you, you realize that's dropper. not actually you that they're talking yeah, yeah. about in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was. Like that's I'm, just saying guys, I'm a really great friend, you guys, guys. You guys are the one that are uh, making these assumptions. Here. You're saying I could be a really good friend. I mean, Jesus was friends with John, so obviously you guys are lucky to know me. Look, I'm just that's saying, what you're saying. When Jesus comes I, back, I, mean, I, mean, I didn't need to say that, but yeah. When Jesus comes back, he's going to be really happy that I'm around. Who's going to want to hang out with? Yeah. Is he going to want to hang out with Robert or Kyle? Or is he going to want to hang out with John? Okay, easy. I think we all know the answer to that. So. Are there any Kyles in the Bible? Nope. I'm sure. What about Robert? Somewhere. There's got to be a Robert, right? I don't know. Where's Robert come from? Robert's a bi- biblical name, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. There's a Robert in Game Pretty of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, Robert Baratheon or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Baratheon. I'm going to look it up. I don't know how you pronounce it. He was a, he's a great character. Well, for as Game, long of, Thrones is alive, is, uh, Game of Thrones is biblical, right? It's, uh, it's it? a book that's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I thought, I thought you were going to be like bringing in some tie-ins or whatever. No, but no. Yeah. I think... Who knows? Maybe in another 10,000 years, people will start following Game of Thrones, believing it's real. There'll be, like, different religions based on different houses. Like, Lannister. Uh, I'm uh, part of House Stark. Winter is coming. Yeah, could you imagine oh, yeah. if, if civilization was reset to zero and they found the George R.R. R. Martin novels? <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be their religion. That's what I wonder. Like, but then, like, so- people, like, somewhere on the other side of the world, they found, like, a... Uh, the Star Wars, like Blu-rays, <laughs> they take that as gospel. Holy War, baby! We got a Holy War oh, brewing. Man. So Jedi's versus the. Uh, okay, say know. say it's ten thousand years from now. You find a book that all of a sudden is going to be your religion. Which book are you picking? Oh man! You can't pick Game of Thrones. We already talked about that. Okay, uh, so Lord of Rings. God damn it! Yeah, come on. Well, hold on. That's good. That's good. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Does does me finding this book mean that I am like the the Messiah? Not the Messiah, but I'm like the I'm going to be a pretty important person in this whole. Yeah, you're going to walk around and kind of sp- uh, like you know spread the word. Yeah, Hunger Games. <laughs> that dude. I was actually thinking that. <laughs> I'm going to be the king. 
I actually just watched The Running Man today with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I read that book, and it's very Hunger Games ish. So I was thinking like The Running Man. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I could yeah I could do that too. Or yeah, 1984 yeah. maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. 1984. 1984. I'll yeah. go with that because <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah, because there was no hope in that book. That that book didn't end on a. Oh, the alternate movie. title to the Star Wars episode. How four. about the Great no Gatsby? <laughs> just a, oh. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we just try to recreate. That. Was it like a nineteen twenties? Uh, yeah, just nineteen twenties party time. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then like everybody worships Gatsby as like their god. Yeah, and, this god and then they find exist. the movie Ooh. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I know mine. I am Legend. I'm going. I am Legend. You think that there's yeah. vampires everywhere? It's there's one guy named Robert. Listen, and that also the, takes place in the post-apocalypse. It's uh, it's too on the nose. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah I think that's. Uh, what are you gonna have people yeah, kill? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, yeah, these hypothetical uh, no. vampires. Hypothetical. They're it, real. It's, it's 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 the same. It's it's you're you're already in the post-apocalypse. You don't uh, need to read a book about another post-apocalypse. So no, just, I didn't say it was post-apocalypse. I just uh, said it's, just, we're restarting at zero zero, oh, and you're finding a book, and you're not moving that far by picking up another post-apocalyptic <laughs> book. So. Hey, the Bible's post-apocalyptic. I mean, if you're going to go post-apocalyptic, go with, like, Mad Max. Oh, wait, no, That's that was never a book. book. I thought we were on movies here. Yeah. yeah. Robert's like, everybody sit down. We're going to watch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah real this is shit is real. Listen, it took me months to, <laughs> to generate the power needed to it's charge this battery <laughs> to play this movie. I actually watched that recently, Fury Road. Did you? Yeah. Really good. good. Did you, uh, did the black and white version come out yet? Uh, I don't think it's out yet. Oh, okay. It should be out soon, though. Why? Why? Like, it's, it's it's beautiful the way it is. I actually like how it is. I, I, I'm all for, like, filming in black and white sometimes. Like, certain movies, I think, it, it oh, definitely yeah, the, helps uh, them. Fury Road was just beautiful. Like, uh, it was just gorgeous. But, like, I guess George Miller, like, originally intended the movie to be shot in black and white. Yeah. No, how so. can you do that? Yeah, I'm glad he didn't, though. I love, yeah. I love the fire, the carnage. I love, like, how sepia tone it is. It's just yeah. very... Oh, like the the scenes that took place at night. Yeah. It was just like wow. Oh, that was cool, dude. The whole sandstorm thing, like that was just. Yeah. I love that too. Like the tornadoes in there, and like how like bright orange it I'm, was. I'm amazed. Well, I guess not really, but like, it's amazing that that movie got nominated for best picture. Yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> it was like it was real weird the way it started out, but I mean, it's uh, you got over it after a while. It was funny is that the story yeah. is just like so so bare. Like they're basically just going on a trip, and then at the end they make a U-turn. Yeah, yeah. like we're going back. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. We're gonna go back. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> I, I like that though. It, that you don't see that in movies too often. Like where they're just like trying to get away from a spot. And they're like, you know, you know what? what? <laughs> let's head back. Let's go back. Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> it wasn't really that bad. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's just go back. <laughs> like I don't want to make the the rest of this trip. I think the only other movie that did that was Back to the Future. Nice, Robert. Yeah, Very good. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know I'm a year late on this, but like the the my favorite part just to laugh at was that guitar player. Oh yeah, he's got to get the going every time. Guitar, that shit was great. The best thing Wait, about that movie was just like so uninhibited in everything it did. It's true. Like it was just like, well, you know what? If we're gonna like have like a bunch of people chasing him, why not make one of them like a guitar player? <laughs> but that guitar drums. player, like, uh, there's a guitar that shoots flames out of its neck. But other like, than that, he, he serves no purpose. Like, even the flames that shoot out are just there for, like, ooh, cool. But, like, who's watching But I like that, that there's, like, a battle There's like a battle on there, like, where Max is, like, jumping and, like, oh. fighting like, around the guitar player. Like, that was yeah. kind of cool. The, um, I forgot what part of the movie it was, but, like, 
when the guys like they start like uh those little poles, they'll put those long yeah. poles and yeah. they start like just basically start jumping onto the their truck. I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. Like, dude, that uh, whole like final chase, like when they're trying to get back or whatever, yeah. that whole final chase was just awesome. Like the music, yeah, was like really amped up. The everything was exploding. Yeah, it's on the oh, edge of your yeah. seat the whole movie. Just oh, about. Yeah. Hey, wait to go back to that Back to the Future joke. Um, did you see see Michael J. Fox was playing guitar with who was it? Chris Martin. Really? From Coldplay, like they were playing Johnny Be Good. Oh, well, cool. I'll yeah. check what that out. I don't know. I saw it online today. I didn't. I didn't even watch it. I just saw it and I went to go back and watch it and I didn't. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of uh, '80s movies making a comeback, so I guess the Ghostbusters movie is getting pretty good reviews. Yeah, I said that. It's, I it's said that. Like have you seen okay. it? No. Have you seen, oh, okay. <laughs> I might see it Wednesday though. No. But here's the thing. We'll see. So yeah. okay, it's so uh, the reports are in, and it's not like. It's not any sort of groundbreaking movie. It's just okay. You'll probably you won't regret buying the ticket. But like, did we need to do this? Did we need to go through all this with Ghostbusters? Like, did it need to be done? No, but you can say that about a lot of movies. Yeah, but it's like it's it's a it's is anybody going back and remaking Casablanca? Or I think they will. Dude, Ugh. they're remaking Ben Hur again. <sighs> I mean, Ben Hur comes out this year. There's no way it's going to be that. Why good. do they remake good movies? It doesn't make sense. I know, remake the bad ones to make yeah. them better. Like, I, just, I mean, there's like, a reason why they don't do it. There's no like guarantee it's going to be good the second time around. Like the one, yeah. one of the most agreed upon best movies ever was, is Citizen Kane. And where's that remake? I mean, why aren't they doing that? I think they should. I think they should do a Citizen Kane colon Reloaded. And I think it should be just action packed. All female. Just like, yeah, yeah. Bullet time. <laughs> Bullet uh, time. Just crazy explosions. 3D. Yep. Um, oh my God. Citizen Kane in 3D. <laughs> That'd be so fucking awesome. Orson Welles' gut is just like <laughs> sticking out of you. Well, he wasn't fat in Citizen Kane. Oh, God. Like, and you he guys, still bigger. You know yeah. what? The, yep. uh, the, second, the second one, you ready for this? What? Citizen Kane 2, Rosebud. Yeah. Or, I or think no, just call, it, just call it Rosebud. <laughs> then call Rosebud. the movie that. Colon Citizen Kane 2. <laughs> Rosebud with a vengeance. <laughs> I think that would be cool. I think a sequel, if they made a sequel to Citizen Kane or like remade it and made it like all action-y, I think that would be hilarious. Mm. Why don't they do that? They should start doing action movies based on old dramas like Casablanca. Didn't, didn't someone make like a Hamlet 2? That was a joke thing. Yeah, that was uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, I think. I thought that was like an actual movie. It was. Oh, okay. Uh, But it's not like an actual Hamlet 2. It was a guy who wanted to make Hamlet 2. Oh, okay. So it was a a story about... um, What's what's that guy's name? I always forget his name. Steve Coogan. (laughs) Yeah, Hamlet. Yeah. Steve Coogan was in it, and he just wanted to do another play that was Hamlet 2. Steve Coogan's great. Well, they're doing that kind of in in literature with uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Like that. That's true. Like they've done that a, few, a couple times. That was like a remake, right? Of like uh, above, like a zombie kind of. Pretty much, what? yeah. Well, that's what that's what Robert's Pride, saying. Prejudice, and zombies. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. No. Then they came out with that. Like it's yeah. I mean, those didn't do that well. Sure. But who knows? Maybe a Citizen Kane two would. <laughs> but I mean, Ghostbusters. Like the what from what I hear from Ghostbusters, or like I just like wasn't well, just one particular account, but like it was basically like, oh man, it was so awesome. So like. There's this one part where they talk about the original movie, or, or they like they refer to the original, and then Dan Aykroyd's in a part, and then Bill Murray's there, and Sigourney Weaver's there, and like, <gasps> and then they do another reference to the first one, and at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, they reference the first movie. Shit, man, Fuck. that actually sounds pretty good. 
<laughs> I'm excited for it. I don't know, like uh, maybe it just could be confirmation bias, but I've actually come across like a lot of negative reviews for the movie as well. Like it's not to me, it doesn't seem like it's mostly positive reviews. Like it's it's definitely mixed at best. No, it's definitely mixed. I think there's a slight... Richard Richard Roper gave a pretty uh although Richard Roper's kind of an ass like a lot of times, but still he gave a pretty negative review for Ghostbusters and you have like a lot of the uh the big YouTube personalities like uh who do movie reviews like they uh for the most part it seems to be negative. I think the right? the, the thing is is like it's not gonna be like some kind of a nuanced movie. Like, a, like it's not gonna be like the original Ghostbusters, and, and that I think the best analogy that I saw for the original Ghostbusters was that everybody um, wasn't in on the joke. I mean, it was you were just, you kind of saw the joke from the outside, from the outside looking in on those four guys. Whereas in the new movie, you're in on the joke. It's just right in your face, and it's just a dumb like popcorn movie. And like that, those are cool and they're fun, like Jurassic World and all that, but. That's not, like, the spirit of what Ghostbusters was. Well, honestly, like, my problem with it, and I know, like, some people might disagree with this, but I think, like, a lot of the newer movies coming out that are either reboots or or sequels that are coming out, like, way later, like Jurassic World, like Independence Day, like, um, uh, um, shoot, what was the one that we were, like, talking about for a while, uh, uh, oh, Max. Star Wars. Star Wars, <laughs> no, yeah. Mad Max is actually not in this. I think all of those movies are almost like just playing it too safe. And I think Ghostbusters is in the sense that, no, they're doing all female lead, which isn't necessarily safe. But the storyline, I mean, look at it. It's three white women Ghostbusters with a black woman Ghostbuster. The black woman Ghostbuster oh, comes in later. No. She comes in later, yeah. just like Ernie Hudson did later. Mm. She knows the streets and everything like that. She's not really uh, part why of the initial group. Why because does she know the streets? she's a black woman. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's just like Ernie Hudson. Like she says, I know the streets. I can help you through this stuff. Like It's just oh, like Ernie Jesus. Hudson. They have a male receptionist who's kind of like a dorky guy, which is like how Ghostbusters was with the, the other No, Janine was not dorky. She wasn't she dorky, was, uh, but she was like like the one female like they just, all they did was just switch everything and they play in it safe and it seems like it's just going to be like the same type of story and i think star wars did the same thing i think jurassic world played it safe i think uh i didn't see independence day 2 but i heard that that kind of played it safe yeah. like they didn't kill off any characters you know what didn't play it safe Mad Max. Fury Road. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. that's true, though. You blew my mind like, a little bit there because you, you're right. I mean, they, that's all they're doing, and, and it's producing pretty okay. They're, you know, okay movies. Pretty they're good. okay. Yeah. It's like people are, or like, well, I don't know. I don't want to say filmmakers, like, because there's like a lot of people involved in the decision making process, but like, I feel like movies these days, let me use the general term, are just afraid to piss the audiences off. They are because like, they're so they're spending so much money and they don't want to lose. Like that. okay, the Revenant, right? Mm. Like, I, for me personally, it was like a it was a decent movie, right? Whatever. But like, I appreciate the fact that it was just like it was like a kind of an out there movie, right? <laughs> you know, I appreciate the fact that it was just like it kind of did. It was unafraid to do its own thing, you yeah. know. And it was just like, and also his uh, the director's previous movie, Birdman. Birdman, yeah, it was pretty out there too. Yeah. So I actually like that's. I that's why I liked Mad Max. Mad Max was a two hour chase scene, but it actually worked. It actually had you know how Ghostbusters is just throwing here's four women, like, look, we're like pro feminism and all that kind of stuff. Like that's great. But like Mad Max was like a very feminist movie too, where it's showing like all these strong ass women. Oh, Charlize Theron's character? Yeah, it's wow. strong as women, but it's not like throwing it it's not like 
throwing yeah. it down your throat. Yeah, There's exactly. some women in there that were weak that she had to take care of, but she was also a badass woman. Like, And then not only that, they meet a bunch of badass women at the end that oh, yeah. help them fight. It's just like that didn't play it safe to me. Like it just it went like all over the place. And I thought that was good. There's like a lot of movies that like don't play it safe. Uh, granted, I don't think they're all like big budget movies. I think now big budget movies have to play it safe because they're so worried that if it doesn't work, yeah, they're gonna lose so much revenue. Well, like, like as much as I loved them, like the Marvel movies, dude, have a tendency oh, to play it safe. Yeah, they they follow the same kind of formula. Like, I love Civil War, but like you know when like uh, Rhodey like uh, got shot as uh, yeah, Sky, he was like, still alive. You know he wasn't gonna die. Come uh, on. But I mean, at least yeah. the story. I mean, the storytelling aspects of it are. are somewhat oh, yeah. decent yeah. and new they're kind of blazing a trail there but yeah at the same time you know it's like okay robert Downey jr he's gonna be fine like we know like nothing like, noise and danger here yeah i can't yeah it's uh honestly the only thing i can think of that like uh that really really isn't afraid of killing off major characters game of thrones <laughs> yeah. well tv i think is actually going the opposite like right. they're they're We're almost trying to do like crazier stuff, yeah, with like more graphic, more killing off of main characters. I mean, like, like shows like Daredevil and Jessica Jones are a lot darker. You know, they're better you, than the uh, Marvel movies, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. But they like they're because they're going in a different route and they're trying different things and they're finding out they work. Right. And then you have Game of Thrones, which kills off a main character like every other episode. But, yeah. so it's like, I but it's not randomly. It's like no. for for good. Right. Intentions. I have a problem purposes. with that too. Like I have a problem with with that formulaic approach of of just like okay, well we got to have the gratuitous sex scene here, and then someone's got to die horribly here. I do. I agree in a sense, like because it, it's like ah, uh, why do I need to see this right now? Like it's like it doesn't add to the plot. You're just showing it to put tits and ass out there. Yeah, to get but at the same time, it's it. like, are you really complaining about it? You're not complaining about it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that. Like, what, are you going to fast forward to that part? No. It's, it's, <laughs> actually, fucking... it's uncomfortable. For, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm not like, I'm like, oh, I'm not like, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I watch porn. Yeah, about bang it, your then. sister. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, yeah, like uh, with Game of Thrones or like, other certain just very dark um, TV shows, they kill off main characters, and it's fine. But after a while, it does get like repetitive to a sense where like, okay, I get, I get it. You're killing off people that no one, no one's safe. That's cool. But after like six seasons of it, yeah, I can kind of see like it kind of wearing its welcome. Where it's like, okay, now who's gonna die? Like, you don't get invested into too many characters. Game of Thrones does have some characters you can't get invested into, though, obviously, because they, they, they get the killed series. off. But a lot of them <laughs> do get killed off. And right. it's kind of like, oh, now we have to introduce another character, and you're supposed to get, you know, I don't know. I think they're doing, them. like, a really good job of uh, kind of balancing, like, how they uh, they kind of off characters. Like, it's like, right. it's like, it's never just, like, a random thing, right? right? There's always, like, a reason. Like, you know, spoiler alert, like, the Red Wedding. Yeah. Right when they kill off, you know. Uh, actually, Kyle, you've seen Game of Thrones, right? No, no, I haven't seen an episode, but I know enough to. I know what you're referencing and everything. Oh, so okay. I, mean, <laughs> don't worry about I mean, when they when they kill off Rob and like uh, his mom and like uh, basically his entire army too, like that was like that was like a huge that was a huge moment. Like everybody was shocked. Mm. At least the people who haven't read the books yet. Right. But everybody was shocked. But then like it just felt like people were like people felt betrayed because like you know rob was being set up as like kind of the savior of the north like he was uh he was the king in the north he was coming to 
you know, avenge his father's death. And it was just like he just gets offed. Like, like it was nothing, but like right. it was uh, it was done on purpose because it helps. Like uh, I, I I saw someone put the analogy of like uh, like uh, George R. R. Martin's like basically pruning a tree. Like uh, he uh, he planted this tree, and then you have like all these like branches coming out. So he's just like trimming off like the tree branches to make like uh, their many ones grow stronger. Mm. So when he killed off Rob, like uh, Jon Snow's you know story became that much more important. You know, Jon Snow became instantly became that that much more of a pivotal pivotal character, and like, well, also like you know Sansa and Arya, like their stories became more important too. So it's like until they get killed off, right? Right. Well, I don't want to spoil too much, but (laughs) you know, there's like a lot of things that happened, you know, ever since then. But like, yeah, it's it's never done like just randomly without purpose. No, I'll agree with that. I, I mean, my whole thing is. As long as it serves a purpose, but I do feel there are some deaths, maybe not that one, that do kind of just seem like they might just be for shock value. Yeah. Like, like, okay, Ned, like him dying. I get it. Like that actually set up everything for like book two and everything. That was like the that. catalyst that for like the, the entire series, really. Right, and I get that and stuff. But that was like a big shock moment and stuff. But then when it starts happening more and more, I understand like what you're saying. It, it like diverts it to like other people, but you're also George R. R. Martin's also introducing more and more characters as it goes on. And, like, when he does that, it's kind of, like, I feel like you're losing interest on, like, pivotal characters that, like, I really did care about. And now they're dying off. And now I'm supposed to care about, like, these yeah. other characters. I, I At think, a certain point, here's like, the thing. what story are you well, trying to tell? Well, the thing is, like, the main characters right. that, like, that, like uh, okay, I'm just, like, I'm going to, like, spoiler territory here. But, like, you know, Jon Snow, uh, Daenerys, Tyrion, like, uh, a lot of, like, the favorite characters, they're still around. They are like uh they they've introduced like a lot of new characters like you know Brienne Sir Davos like yeah. uh, people like that but like you know it's just like focus is still on you know the main characters like Jon Snow and Daenerys Tyrion but uh, you didn't know they were the main characters until like season three right and that's cool like it's weird though right like because then you're getting invested in characters that are dying throughout seasons one and two you don't know who the main characters are yeah and and it's great because like I have. Like, I kind of have an idea who the main characters are, but at the same time, it's like, you know, whenever, like, they go into battle, like, there was this huge battle scene, like, uh, this past season with uh, Jon Snow, and, like, honestly, I I did not know that, he, I, I, I didn't know if he was going to make it or not, and that's just, right. like, that made the battle way, way more exciting to me. I'm just like, this is, like, I don't know if he's going to make it out alive. Like, right. I don't know what's going to happen. And, and I'll agree, like, that's that's pretty cool, like, not knowing if a character's going to make it through a battle, because then it does up the tension. My, yeah. my only thing is, this better have, like, a good wrap-up where it was, because the main character, right. I think, of Game of Thrones is, like, kind of the plot and, like, what's going to happen with all these people all fighting for, like, you yeah. know, the throne and fighting for the north and all this kind of stuff, like, all fighting to gain control. That better like have some kind of definitive ending that actually makes sense. I feel like if they kind of just taper it out, yeah. like some shows do, or like some even movies do, where it's like doesn't have a definitive ending, I don't think it's going to work for the show. Well, it's going to be interesting because George R. R. Martin, like he's definitely not going to finish the books before the TV series ends, right. but he's already told the producers like, you know how the uh, the series is going to end basically. So the producers have an idea of like uh, where to go how they uh, piece it together, how they connect the dots. Like, it's going to be interesting. But, like, but yeah, the show was, like, it's been confirmed. They're going to have, like, only two more seasons. Mm-hmm. The uh, And I think they're going to shorten up the, uh, the seasons. Instead of, like, the usual ten, they're going to go, like, seven or eight oh, yeah. each episode. So it's, like, uh, 
it'll be interesting to see what happens. The uh, you know season six like a lot of a lot of things happen that just kind of advance the plot like a lot like really really fast. So let's. You think uh, it's gonna be the same ending that George R. R. Martin envisioned? Because I heard that they did change a lot of. Oh, stuff. Oh yeah, they the they uh, they diverted from the book since like season three. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's like it might not even be. It might be like around like the same type of ending. I, th- I think you'll have the uh, the spirit. Of like what George R. R. Martin wanted, because you gotta remember he's still an executive producer. Like he still has like a right. a big say in how the show goes. But like, you know, it's a uh, it'll be interesting because like people are so invested in these characters in this show. Like it's it's gonna be exciting to see like how it all wraps up because like you honestly have no idea who's gonna live and who's gonna die, and it's just like I can't wait. I hope a comet just hits the, the ground and like they all die like the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. But I know there's like a lot of like loose like uh, plot ends need to be uh, tied up like the White Walkers with the the Night King. You have uh, Daenerys come in to fuck shit up with her dragons. Wait, thing. so have you watched the whole show like up until season six? Yeah, I've actually caught up. I just like binge watch it. Nice. It's uh, but yeah, you have like all these exciting kind of you know plot strands that need to be kind of tied up, and it's just like I'm really excited to see how they all. They only have like two seasons left. They kind of all tie together, so I'm uh I'm excited to see how. How they can do it if they can do it, <laughs> you know. Ah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I need to catch up on the show. I watched the first season, still halfway through the book. I've been halfway through the third book. The acting on that show is so good. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. With Loot Crate, you get collectibles, apparels, and more from your favorite pop culture franchises delivered right to your door every single month. Uh, we're talking a new t-shirt in every crate, figurines, comics, stuff for your kitchen, a wide range of, of exclusive items that you can't get anywhere else from fan favorite franchises like Harry Potter, Marvel Comics, Fallout 4, Star Wars, uh, and so much more. And you can get all of this for less than 20 bucks a month by going to lootcrate.com slash shark and putting in the promo code SHARKDROPPER. So basically, you're going to save on this month's theme, which is anti-hero. So from bad guys uh, doing good things for the wrong reason to good guys with questionable tactics. August is the... Per- I'm like completely reading copy here. Is it obvious? August is the perfect time to explore the anti-hero. Uh, walk the hero villain line with this 100% exclusive collection of, of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, Kill Bill. Uh, it includes two great collectibles, a wearable, and of course, our monthly tea, or their monthly tea. It's not our monthly tea. We don't make the teas. We're just hawking the teas. We just want you guys to go to lootcrate.com slash shark and put in the promo code shark, and you're going to get that tea, and hopefully it's like an Archer tea or a Kill Bill tea or something cool like that. Um... And yeah, you're going to save a little bit of money. It's a $45 value. You get in every crate, but you're going to get it for even less than that. You're going to get it for 20 bucks, but less than that 20 bucks by going to lootcrate.com slash shark and entering the promo code SHARKDROPPER. You can get yourself some cool shit. That's why acting is like so important. Is it? It it is. It is, (laughs) yeah. It really is because there's some there's some like shows and some movies that like when the acting's bad it just makes me cringe and I just oh. can't I can't watch it. That's why Tom Hardy was such a great choice for Mad Max. Oh, Tom Hardy. Like, yeah, He's I mean even though like the overall even though the role didn't really require like a lot of lines, but like. He's like he, he does like a lot of facial expressions mm. that are like a really really intense. You know, it was a uh, which is why he was such a. It was a shame that he was Bane in Dark Knight Rises because he was wearing that mask the whole time. Yeah, yeah so yeah, um, I never got a sense of his of his of who he was in that movie. 
I mean, he can only use his eyes, and that was like, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's only so many ways you but can use your eyes. Tom Hardy was great. Like, he was just like the perfect. I thought I. This well, is Mel sacrilege. Gibson. Mel Gibson didn't really talk that much. I think in the first Mad Max. Yeah. Or even in any of them. I, think. I, I was actually about to say. I think Tom Hardy was a better. Uh, than Mel Max. Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, eh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was not saying that, like uh, Mel Gibson wasn't bad. He was actually great. It was just right. Tom Hardy kind of took it to the next level. Poor Mel Gibson. You go yeah. on one little rant and all of a sudden, yeah. you're crazy. You know they're making a Lethal Weapon TV show? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's, uh, okay, you have like this unknown guy, or like maybe he is now, I just don't know him, play uh, play uh, Mel Gibson's character. Right. But you have uh, Damon Wayans playing Danny Glover's character, and I'm just like, no, he doesn't even look that old. The, oh, why would, <laughs> well, why he would, won't why be would his too age old. be a different, or why would his age matter, John? Yeah. It's just, He no. can't always be too old for this shit. There was can't just always like, be too old for it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love, like, that dynamic of, like, the old grizzled veteran and, like, uh... Yeah, but that's so like a, old school now. <sighs> I don't know. I, 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 I want to watch mean, the show just out of good. respect to the movies, but... Put all the lethal weapons in order. Your, uh, favorite to least favorite. Favorite lethal to least weapon favorite? One. Yeah. Okay, lethal weapon one. Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 3. Lethal Weapon 4. Wow. That was easy. Pretty simple. <laughs> they they okay. made it, uh... Yeah. Listen, I, it honestly got worse as the, as the series went on. It really did. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> honestly, Lethal Weapon I think like... like- are are they like asked to turn their guns and badges in in, in lethal weapon? Is like are they do that whole dynamic? That's like every movie. <laughs> That's any cop movie. Any cop movie they fuck up sometime and then they have to turn their badge and then somehow get it back. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Kowalski! Fourteen hundred dollars in damage. The mayor's up my ass. I'm gonna need your. Gun You're and a loose badge. cannon. That's loose it. cannon. <laughs> turn in your gun and badge. <sighs> then the uh, the window breaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> find captain but i will find him yeah <laughs> i will bring him to justice one way or another and then it's like what no 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 he walks out and all pissed off and then like his partner's like what are we gonna do man oh we're not off this case yet yeah yeah <laughs> you just keep me in the loop okay yeah. and then he just walks out and then he starts doing his own investigation montage <laughs> yeah cut the montage <laughs> cutting out like newspaper articles <laughs> the Beverly hills uh cop theme song playing yeah. <laughs> doing some stakeouts there's gonna yeah. be like a Beverly hills cop tv show as well <laughs> like, jesus christ come man. on just make Is it Damon Wayans again? <laughs> no, it's uh, actually I think it was, it was like Idris Elba. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> As no, Idris Hills. Elba should be Danny Glover's character. You know, oh, yeah. be perfect. Yeah. You know, be perfect yeah. for uh, to play an axe of Foley these days. Yeah. Um, Don't say Michael, a white person. No, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I was going to say Michael B. Uh, from, Jordan from Creed. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got the uh, he's got that that kind of charm that Eddie Murphy had that back panache. in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Although, actually, I've only, I don't know if I've seen, what was the last movie he was in? He was in Fantastic Four, right? Fruitvale Station was a pretty good movie. Fruitvale Station. Has yeah, he done anything funny? Oh, he, well. He was in that one comedy with Zac Efron, right? Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. I think he was also in Friday Night Lights, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 like, I know he's been old. in a lot, but. I, I oh, yeah, he was. He much. was in Friday Night Lights. He was? Yep. Vince yeah. Howard. Yeah, yeah. Michael I don't know. B. Jordan. There's a lot of, like, TV shows now, like, a lot of bringing back old 
movies and like making oh, them into TV yeah. shows and stuff. Great, kind of great like setup. Citizen like, Kane TV show. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Actually, go do on, we John. do we have time? How, yeah, yeah. How let's. I, I want to because I want to. I'm interested in this. Okay, so there's a there's kind of like a new miniseries on Netflix called Stranger Things. I think the uh, it's been described in like the trailer as like a love letter to the. Uh, the 80s supernatural like uh movies with like uh with, like uh featuring kids and all that like, like uh, et et goonies, goonies uh maybe a little poltergeist you know things like that and like you know it's you know when uh jj abrams made super eight like uh years back yeah who, that was also supposed to be like a love letter to a's but in my opinion he didn't really quite nail it stranger things like does nail it and does it really really well Although, to be fair to Super 8, you know, it wasn't like a miniseries like Stranger Things is. Mm. But, yeah. like, yeah, everything about Stranger Things is just, like, it just hits the nail on the head. Like, the kids they got, like, there's, like, they're such great actors. Like, it's, like, you fully believe, like, these kids are just, are just kids. I'm going to check know. it out then. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. Renota Ryder is just, like, like, she's fantastic in it. She's, she's a? Yeah, she yeah. is. Back. Yeah. I, uh... I liked Super Eight a lot. I thought like, yeah, like I liked the the kid actors. I liked the direction of it. Maybe not so much the ending, but overall, I thought it was a good movie. And if and I heard that this is very much like a Super Eight or like those old eighties movies, yeah. which is really cool. And I want to check. I mean, it, out. it takes place in the eighties, so it's yeah, it is a little on the nose in that on that <laughs> aspect. I but mean, like, I like that setting and like every like all the kids are wearing like Star Wars shirts, I'm sure, and like Mr. T and GI Joe riding everywhere. bikes, yeah, and riding shit, bikes, yeah. and like kids are talking like these huge kind of walkie talkies yeah. to each other like at night. I was just like, this yeah. is so cool. Like, uh, I mean, none of us really kind of grew up in eighties. We're we're like nineties kids, but like, uh, I we think were we born. Could, we were born in the eighties. Yeah, we're all yeah, very we aware of that time. Sort of identify with that, you know. Definitely. It's, but yeah, it's Stranger Things on Netflix. It's uh, I think it was like ten something episodes. I don't know. I'm like halfway through, and I'm just loving it. Like uh, everything. It's it's also like really really creepy too. You know, but not like an in your face way, but like kind of a constant dread type of type of way. It's really really well done. So Netflix is like doing pretty well with oh, yeah. all their shows. They know what their audience wants. Like yeah. uh, the audience wants like a you know an '80s throwback, Stranger Things. They'll give it to them. They want like another season of Full House. <laughs> yeah, so they so gave they them Fuller can... House. Like uh, they got something for everybody. I mean, oh, they, they can... want Adam Sandler movies. Oh, well, give God. them Adam Sandler movies. All right, I was trying to talk up Netflix, but now you're making me like depressed. I mean, they can no, print I money. Guess, like, they do so much content, so it's like you. There's like there's just you. You go and scroll through Netflix, and you see all the stuff that like you've never even heard about before. It's just they they're just doing. Well, they're doing yeah, they're doing, doing movies they too. But but like think of like the shows House of Cards. Orange Daredevil, is the new black. Jessica Daredevil. Jones, Master of None, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. Like yeah, that's all good stuff. They have a lot of stuff now. It's awesome. Like uh, it's worth the uh, what, ten dollars a month or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's, that's pretty awesome. Did you? Uh, they they announced the Emmy uh, awards, which are just you know whatever. But right, like the one thing that I thought was interesting was. Uh, for, uh, nominated for a variety and talk show was like, you know, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, uh, I think the 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 Daily Show, but also comedians and cars getting coffee. Oh, really? Yeah, that got nominated. Yeah, I got nominated for an Emmy. 
I haven't really? watched any of like the later episodes. I didn't know they nominated like a web series. That's, that's unless it's like a TV. Unless it's on TV somewhere. I guess it might be on no, TV. No, no. I guess it's it's internet only. But they they fought to to get that change to include internet series. Like wow, that. that's pretty cool. Eventually, yeah. I think the Oscars are going to start nominating like movies that come out on Netflix too. I think that'll be. A I thing. mean, I haven't seen it, but apparently, Beast of No Nation was that's like a huge snub. Yeah, so. I want to watch that. I've heard it's like so good. Yeah. There's also, also like a Paul Rudd movie that they got on there. Like it looks kind of okay. Oh, yeah, really? I just saw that. Yeah. What? I, for, uh, I forget what it's called. Informal or something. Or like, I don't Why don't know, they advertise? Something. They need to advertise more. They, they don't. don't. They only really advertise to people who have Netflix. <laughs> I didn't realize Stranger Things was out already because yeah, I, I heard of it. Yeah, I just saw it on the homepage when I opened like, up Oh, Netflix. yeah. I've been wanting to see this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. So. Well, also, yeah. uh, I think... One one show that Amber got me into was Harmon Quest that came out this month, which is pretty oh, yeah. good. It's like basically they just they just start uh started uh, animating that right. Yeah, it's, like that's that. what that is. I mean, it's basically it's basically the Harmontown podcast where they do like the D and D at the end, but they just animate it and they have a guest every week, and it's pretty it's pretty not only is it funny, but it's like just just cool to watch. That's cool. Wow. I CISO. think with like the right people, like uh, like uh, a D and D, like a. Uh, kind of show or podcast can be really entertaining because like on twitch like there's this group called uh critical role they uh they live stream every thursday night it's basically like a bunch of professional voice actors get together to play dungeons and dragons and it's like it's really well done like the dungeon master uh matt mercer he's a he's been playing for years he's also a professional voice actor he plays like a lot of different characters and then you have like the uh the other uh players like they really get into their characters and they really just like you know they act, act out. out. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really uh, good show. I would, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's on Twitch, Critical Role, every Thursday night. Makes me want to play. Uh, pretty entertaining. I know. I want to so, play yeah. D D now. We should do a podcast. We could, we could, or at least like <laughs> I, I know a, a couple guys podcast. that can maybe DM. Well, you know the problem is that there's already like a million D and D podcasts. Out oh there, yeah, so it's yeah. Like, I mean, we're not going to do something to stand out. There's a million Shark Driver podcasts out there, John. Sure. <laughs> there is <laughs> like literally this format just three that guys sitting around talking. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm down for a D and D session if you guys are. I I would love to try it. I've never tried it before. It seems Me pretty either. straightforward. Yeah, I think Jonathan mentioned he used to play it back in the day. He did. So. Did he? I think so. That's, I thought he said that last time. It might have been he on top five it. where he talked about it. Oh yeah. shit! So get some nice. dice roll, yeah. saving rolls, all that shit. Somebody teach us. Yeah, maybe uh, one day in the future you'll see a, a D&D podcast from us. <laughs> from the Shark Chopper crew. If not us, maybe other people in Shark Chopper. I don't know. It'll still we'll be see. a Shark shark Chopper podcast. Sure, sure. Hey, that's we're just spitballing ideas here. That'd, that'd be <laughs> a lot of fun. I just want, I've always wanted to try to play it and, you know, yeah. do it on the podcast. I mean, we're not, sure. we're, not, we're not reinventing the wheel here, but still, it'd just be fun. Yeah, why not? Maybe while we're on it, we can reinvent the wheel. Sure. Yeah. I think we need more square edges. <laughs> Roll yeah, to like, reinvent yeah. the wheel. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Yes. Try the triangle. Yeah. All right. Has yeah, anyone, yeah, anyone ever are... tried the uh, the hectagon or an oval? <laughs> yeah, there's so <laughs> many shapes really to reinvent. That would uh, be kind of a bumpy ride, right? Is An oval something? wheel. Yeah. It goes <laughs> it's really, like, goes you really just high go up and down, yeah. up and down. It goes really high up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. Right. I don't think. Think of another shape that would be just as good as the wheel. Oh, a star. <laughs> An octagon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's basically the wheel. Yeah. Just with more edging. Right. Yeah. I think that would do better in rough terrain, right? I think that's, yeah, more, I think they already have something yeah. like that out. 
So it's called a fucking robot. Yeah, but how about this? How about a blade so you can fly? <laughs> how about a hoverboard? Oh. Spinning around real fast. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. <laughs> Could you, what if we learn how to fly before we learn how to like uh, use like a, the wheel? I that would be cool. What kind of world would we be living in right now? I would, a Jetson world. I yeah. wish everything was like the Jetsons, where we were just up in the sky for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Just up in these like tall buildings that are on poles. I don't know, man. That <laughs> seems pretty. Da- like w- right now, if my truck breaks down, it's pulled to the side of the road. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like that's true. My... I know. Like if <laughs> we were like, <laughs> flying cars, then all of a sudden your car just started fucking malfunctioning. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, dude, that was a perfect Jetson yeah. sound. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a live action Jetsons movie. I think they will eventually. Live action they Jetsons for Flintstones and Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, really. Do a Jetsons. Get some more Hanna Barbera. I don't know. Hanna Barbera is not. They're not actually. They're. It's that's all Cartoon Network. I don't think. Ever, you know what? You know what happened with that? Why? Or I see. Oh, here's the thing. Um, I don't know what. What studio made the Flintstones? That's Hanna Barbera, right? Oh, you're talking no, about no, the no, movie? No. Yeah, the movie. Uh, I think it was Universal. Was it Universal? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Oh, sorry. Well, th- like what Cartoon Network did, like a big, uh, like a big reason why you don't see more of those is because they they banked a lot on the Powerpuff Girl movie that came out in like '04, and then it like completely bombed in theaters. And ever since then, like they it was like they have not made another one one of their cartoons into a movie, any one of their franchises into a movie. It just, you know, aside from maybe like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but like that was just like a like a thing that they Low pushed out. Yeah. Well, Universal, because they used to have that ride at Universal Studios, which was Hanna-Barbera. So they they were probably the ones that put out a lot of those, like the Flintstones. And I don't know if they were behind Scooby-Doo, but I mean, it they would might have sold those, because, the, the rights or something. Yeah, they might have now because that was an older ride. Like back when I was a kid, like I would go on the Universal stu- or go to Universal Studios and ride Hanna-Barbera. Now, it, then it was like converted to Jimmy Neutron. And then after Jimmy Neutron, it was... Now I think it's Despicable Me, but there's something else in between. Yeah, there. It's, it's Despicable Me. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, it was Jimmy Neutron and then Despicable Me. That's there's what something, I think, before Jimmy Neutron, but I don't remember. Really? Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. It's all the same ride. It's like the same exact motions. Yeah. And it's like the same. Yeah, they just changed some of the parts, kind of like how Back to the Future was. Yeah. Okay, it was it was Universal, and it was uh, Universal and Amblin. Okay. So. I don't know. Spielberg. Yeah. Yep. Spielberg, bird. You, you bastard. With Halle Berry. That's oh, when I first got oh, introduced. Man, I totally forgot Rosie O'Donnell's in that movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Who is it? John Goodman? John Goodman. Rosie John Goodman, O'Donnell. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Al- or no, no, not Alec Baldwin, but the Stephen Baldwin. Who was Wilma? Um, well, Wilma was uh, Elizabeth Perkins. Oh, sister. I don't know. Holly Berry was in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you said, yeah. Oh, wait, no, Stephen Baldwin was in the second one. I'm, what am I, what am I fucking... Yeah, wow. Stephen Baldwin was uh, Barney in the second this one. This is a great bit of trivia, in case... Just remember, it might save your ass on one trivia night. Of course. But this movie was also the final theatrical film appearance for Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, really? Oh, she was yeah. in that, wasn't she? It's her final final film appearance. Man, she really went out with a bang. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Raul Julia and Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> the Flintstones, darling. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Don't in such classics as Giant, uh, Place in the Sun, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, <laughs> Cleopatra, <laughs> and then... Yeah, Flintstones. <laughs> Flintstones. 
Don't judge a book by its cover, but also don't judge it by its back. <laughs> yeah, don't. Just, uh, just yeah. read the stuff in between. <laughs> or don't read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, you know what, don't watch it. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Okay, guys, let's 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 wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um com. all of our podcasts are there for you to enjoy. Don't forget to go to lootcrate.com slash shark and the promo code SHARKDROPPER to save yourself 10% off your first Loot Crate subscription. This month's theme is I don't know, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, Sweet. I don't know. I don't know. That could be anything. Theme. Could be anything, wow. yeah. It's the mystery theme. Unless Ooh, maybe there's like Memento, no. like uh, like the movie. Tattoos, <laughs> just like wash on tattoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. A Memento box. <laughs> a Memento box. Yeah. It should be a seven box. It's yeah. just Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Oh man! <laughs> Either way, you're you're. You open up murdered. the loot crate. You just see like her head. What's in that box? I'd be man, fucked up. Is... <laughs> that, that's a pretty cool box, though. Yeah. I mean, the craft. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> you, just, you don't want to know, man. What's in my loot crate box? <laughs> you don't want to know. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, All right, that was yeah. uh, that was Shark Dropper. I'm Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. See you next week. Yes, I stand here looking out over the ocean. I didn't want to cause a great big commotion. Cause when I saw what looked like a fin break through the surface again, it was. Shark. Shark. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.